live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Hello, everybody. How are you on this beautiful Friday evening? Thank God it's Friday. TGIF, you are here. You are on LFA TV, and that means if it's five, well, then you're locked and loaded. Right here on your favorite show, Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, brought to you by the granite, live free or die state of New Hampshire. And it's a pleasure to do this job for you guys. Thank you so very much. We made it through another week. We are 11 days before we slow the spread of stupidity. We've got so many LFA family members in here. It's going to be a heck of a show. Of course, at the end of today's show, we're giving away an $850 value gift basket from... Field of Greens, which has been a heck of a sponsor here for us and helping us get all healthy. So many, hundreds and hundreds of people in the LFA family members, uh, in the LFA family, excuse me, have been taking it. And I have just been getting testimony after testimony of losing weight, feeling great. I mean, what other thing do you need than that? Losing weight and feeling great. We're also going to talk about what really happened to uh, Lisa and Sterling Nakan uh, in in, uh, Florida. A very heart-wrenching story, and we'll get to that here right after this um, cold open session. I will ask you guys if you're joining in here on this Friday evening. Usually people are already doing other things on Friday. They want to get home. They want to get to their weekend. But please, please, please share, rumble, like. Let's get the video out there. It's the end of the week. Let's close out strong. Now, earlier today, I spoke with you guys about the uh, hundreds of, 137 tons, I believe it was, of gold that the United States has sold lately. And there's a mass sell-off of actual physical gold all over the world. And they're selling it to the same countries that are building wealth to take down the dollar. Very, very, very scary, very interesting. And I've got this video here from Glenn Beck that I saw the other day that I really needed you guys to see. It's better for you to see it from him and the research that he's done uh, and, and his guest than it is from me. So, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Um, hold on to your seats. It's pretty incredible. Here we go. Disturbing uh, story from Bloomberg uh, last week. And I haven't mentioned it because I wanted to make sure I had some facts on it. I called Carol Roth. I called everybody I know, and they were like, God, that doesn't seem... Well, I don't know. Uh, Let me look into it. Carol is here to explain this. Here's what I found in Bloomberg. This is crazy. Asia has net imported gold from the West since April. Wow. The trade flow into China, 160 tons of gold. Wow. Into China. Into India, 80 tons. Into Turkey, 62. Thailand, 38 tons. Saudi Arabia, 20 tons. Malaysia, 4 tons. Hong Kong, 3 tons. Where do they get all this gold? Well, the UK sold 15 tons of gold from their treasury. 32 tons, South Africa. Canada, 33. Australia, 34 tons. Get ready for it. And the United States of America sold 136 tons of gold. Wow. Did we send that to China? Yep. Why are we selling gold when smart money would be buying gold? Yep. Hopefully, Carol will have an answer for us in 60 seconds. Carol, please tell me there's 
there's I'm reading too much into this. Please tell me. Please tell me. So th this has been a little bit of a Nancy Drew mystery for me, Glenn. I saw this uh, Bloomberg piece as well, and it was a little bit of a head scratcher. So I'm going to take you through some of the things that I found, and hopefully we can piece this together. Okay. Uh, this so is really weird because I, I mean, I went to some really big brains that know this kind of stuff. No one had an answer for me. Okay, so I think so. I'm going to wrap it in a bow first and then I'm going to walk it back. But I think this is the short term trader mindset versus people who have a long term view on yep. the world. So this is short termism versus long termism. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that we have to understand, the first thing I did is went, oh my gosh, all of this gold is flowing east, or where is it coming from? So is, is, is our central bank that dumb that they're selling gold? So I pulled up a chart of central banks, and central banks have actually been net buyers of gold for most of the year since April, which is the -E same time period as the chart, this April to August. World Economic they have, Forum. Pretty much everybody is a purchaser of gold. There's almost you know, just a Including tiny us. little bit of selling. Every central bank in the world, which means that we're even if we're not purchasing it, we're not selling any. There's almost no net sales. So that means our central bank isn't the one that's selling this. So we'll take that off the table. Do you is that, this? Uh, here's what I couldn't figure out either. Is the Treasury the same as the central bank? <laughs> Does the central bank that's, have uh, all of the Treasury's gold? Well, so. <laughs> so pro they're, they're probably not, but let me walk through where I think okay. this is coming okay. from, okay? All right. So the second piece I went to is the consumer market. And consumers, seeing what's going on with inflation, understanding that a recession's here and that it's going to get worse next year, have also been buying. And by the way, we now, can't now let's stop that. Let's them. stop that. So Hold on, let's stop that. So you hear what she just said? She said consumers are also buying gold. Who is that? Us. People. If Let me just ask you this question, but I'm not even going to go through this whole video because it gets very intricate. Long story short, the people that are, that are buying all the physical gold in the world, the tons of gold, they're the ones that want to start a, a brand new monetary system to take down the dollar, to be the, the, the reserve currency of the world. The same people that want to do that are the people that are buying all the gold. The people like us, we're the ones that are losing everything. So let me ask you this question. If these countries that want to take down America are buying gold, then why shouldn't we too? So I just wanted to play that in the very beginning of the show because it, I, I, I was talking about it earlier and I wanted you guys to get uh, to see where I was getting that from. That's a lot of gold. That's a lot of gold, ladies and gentlemen. That's a lot of gold. Okay, I know gold and it's a lot of gold, all right? I don't know gold. Trump does, but you get what I'm saying. If anybody's been to Mar-a-Lago, you know Trump likes gold. So... All I'm saying, folks, is this just adds to the this adds to the fear that the people that are in charge right now that this is all part of the plan because you cannot take down this country unless it's a multifaceted attack from within. And I'll just leave it at that. All right, folks. Now, uh, before we get to uh, the show tonight, I, uh, I got to tell you the story uh, that uh, I heard from Sterling uh, today. Sterling Nakan, Lisa Nakan's husband. She was in surgery when I, when I spoke with Sterling. And this is a very, very heart-wrenching, sad story, folks. And this just, I hate to say it, I hate to politicize it, but when we have crime running this rampant, it's not just me reporting it to you about some people that you don't know. This is another story, uh, another uh, example of how everything that I'm telling you is coming to you is already on your doorstep. Lisa and Sterling, had, were, well, they're from Mississippi. They were down in Florida. They decided one day to go down to the Keys and then, as, uh, uh, and, and then come back to their hotel. Uh, when they were leaving their hotel, they checked out in the morning. Uh, when they were leaving the hotel, they decided we, they were going to check out a little earlier and they were going to go downtown and they were going to have some food, some breakfast, I, I think it was, and then they were going to catch their flight back. When they got to the restaurant, Sterling got out of the car, and as he got out of the car, they had a rental, by the way. They had a rental. And when he got out of the car, some guy was just walking up to the car, broad daylight, witnesses around, people around everywhere. This guy walked up to the car and said, hey, nice car. And Sterling was like, thanks. I wish it was mine, but it's a rental. And as Sterling started walking around the other side of the car, Lisa started to get out. This guy just started beating the car with some kind of like 
pipe, like pl hard plastic pipe that he had. Just started beating the side view mirror on the car. And Sterling was like, whoa, I mean, folks, this is exactly how it happened. Just out of nowhere. You see those videos of just people walking up and punching people? This is a, this is an example of that. This guy just started beating the car. And when Sterling went to be like, whoa, what's going on? Are you okay? What's happening? Why are you doing this? The guy just started attacking him. And he said, Sterling said he was half his age and twice his size. The guy was half Sterling's age and twice his size. And he was trying to ward him off and fight him, but he just couldn't. He was getting the best of Sterling. And when Lisa got out and Lisa came over and tried to like, like scream and tell him to get off of him and, and scream for help and go over there. Then the guy like turned his attention towards her and started getting off Sterling. And Sterling said, oh, he said the only thing he could think of, because it, he goes, all of this happened so fast. He goes, I, by the time the guy got off me and started going after Lisa, he said, the only time, the only thing that I had time to do was say, run, baby, run. And she ran. Le Eli was here. My wife was here. We heard the whole story. She started to run. But this guy caught up with her and before and, and, and Sterling got up and he was trying to run towards them to help his wife. And before he could get to his wife, the guy caught up to, to Lisa and, and, and punched her from the side and hit her in the jaw. And she fell down. And when she fell down, she shattered her elbow and her shoulder. OK, and the guy uh, apparently like got like got over her or something. And at that point. At that point, bystanders were calling 911, and apparently he had let off. He'd let up, and he'd started to, like, walk away and, and go away. And then um, I think that's when the authorities were called, and ambulance came. And um, it all happened so fast that Sterling had to ID him on site. Like, they arrested the guy right then and there. And Sterling, I mean, like, the guy was leaving. He, he, was, he, he was running away. They got him. They, uh, Sterling ID'd him on site. They took him to jail. And uh, Eli, do you have, is that piece of paper? I got it right here. Never mind. I got it. I got it. Hollandale, uh, Hollandale, Hollandale, what is that? Hollandale Beach Police, ladies and gentlemen. Hollandale Beach Police. Eli's R's look, E's look like R's. Um, Hollandale Beach Police. They said that he did, they, he said that they did a really, really good job. He said they did a really good job. And I asked Sterling, I said, do you carry? And he said, well, we weren't even in our state. He said, and I don't normally, but I am taking classes right now because I will never, ever, ever go anywhere again without that. He said, because it all happened so fast. The only way you could have stopped it was, is with a gun. And I said, and you would have been in Florida. So you would have had every right to just put bullets in that guy's head. And he goes, I know, I know. He goes, I'm going back. I'm, I'm taking classes right now and I'm going to get my, my carry permit. And I'm, I'm never going anywhere ever again. But ladies and gentlemen, the heart-wrenching part of the story is when he told me he just started bawling. A grown man just started bawling and said, I can take the beating. He said, I can take the beating. He said, what is going to eat me up for the rest of my life. And I completely agree here, brother. He said, is that I could not protect my wife. And he started bawling. He said, I failed to protect my wife. And he said, and that will live with me until the day I die. And what people don't understand is the PTSD from this is going to be tremendous. The PTSD, anytime she goes to the store, he's going to need to be with her. Anytime she even leaves the house, she's going to be afraid that this is going to happen again. Surgery went okay. Let me read you the text message. I asked him if it was okay. I asked him if it was okay if I, if I said this to you guys today, and he said, yes, please do. And then uh, he, he texted me. He said, doctor just talked with me. The procedure went well. She'll be in recovery for a little while before we can go home. I couldn't protect my wife. And you want to take guns from law-abiding citizens? And you think that the Democrat way of life, I'm, again, I hate to politicize it, but let's call a spade a spade, folks. Let's call a spade a spade. If it wasn't for these Democrats in charge, this kind of crime would never happen. So, um, anyway... They take care, I didn't know this, but they take care of the, her parents and their brother-in-law. 
and she's going to be out of work and his work is going to allow him to work remote to help her, to, to help keep her uh, um, uh, cared after. But financially, they're going to be destroyed. So what I told him is we raised money for them the other day. And I told him we're going to continue to raise money for them every week until they get through this. Even if I've got, even if I have to give, if I have to give 10% of, of my paycheck every week, I, I will. Because we can't let our LFA family members uh, we can't let our LFA family members deal with this. You know? Folks, I'm going to tell you what. When he was telling us the story earlier, we were, uh, Eli was the first one to break down in tears, folks. This is not, this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Now, I know I didn't get attacked here, but I feel the pain. This is the cross that we bear. This is it. This is the cross we bear. So I just want to, I, I, I just wanted, I wanted to tell you that story. And, I, and, and we got to go to the Lord, folks. We got to go to the Lord. But that's the story. That's what happened. Lord, Lord, we need you now. Since I live in your heart, my peace is accessible to you there. Ask me to increase your awareness of my peaceful presence. Keep returning your thoughts to me by whispering, Jesus. All you have to do, folks, throughout the day when you're feeling this kind of pain is just utter the words, Jesus. Psalm 121.2 says, My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is strong, is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Look at the outpouring of money coming in right now for them. Look at this. And you want to know something? They didn't even ask for money. They didn't ask me or you for money. They're asking for prayers and love. But we cannot let anybody go through this. Kayla, it's okay. Prayers are better than money. But money's needed in this world. Prayers are better than money. Pray, pray, pray. Pray 10 times. Pray 10 times. Let's store up these prayers in heaven for these folks, for this LFA family. Before you turn out the light tonight, did a messy day interrupt your peace? Call a timeout from the confusion and turn to me before you return to problem solving. Remember, folks, do not act of your own accord. Always go to the Lord first. Always ask for help from the Lord before you make a decision like that, okay? And again, folks, do not feel bad about not being able to contribute to anybody in our family. God will provide from those who can, okay? You just pray if you can't. It's every bit of it is needed. And let's go to the Lord now. Let's say a prayer first, uh, the Lord's prayer, and then let's say a prayer for them, and then we'll get busy, okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Remember that, folks. Forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And Lord, before we finish this prayer in Jesus' name, we just ask for healing and restoration, an outpouring of love and prayer and comfort and mercy and blessings to Lisa and Sterling Nakan for what they're going through, Lord. And we know everybody in this world is in need of something, but right now, Lord, we ask that we focus our prayers and we focus our attention on their healing. Nobody should have to go through anything like this. And regardless of whose fault of why it happened, Lord, the fact that it happened is because of evil. Evil that the devil throws around this world like a Frisbee, like it just throws it and it comes back, throws it and it comes back, Lord. Let's stop this evil. Let's stop it now, Lord. Let's stop it in its tracks, because if you are for us, then who can be against us? In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And folks, I know that's a sad story. I know our heart breaks for them. But let me just tell you this. They're in good spirits. They know that God's with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. They know that the LFA family's with us. When I told him what we were going to do for them, he bawled. He cried. And as I, as I as well, and Eli and my wife, we're all in this together. I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. Let's get busy, ladies and gentlemen. First and foremost of the day, lift your cups up and let's get busy.
We're going to start off tonight with an update on Paul Pelosi. Yes, that is Nancy Pelosi's husband, ladies and gentlemen, the one that was supposedly, and again, by the way, by the way, let me just start this story off with, if you don't know what I'm talking about, apparently in the early wee hours of today, Paul Pelosi was attacked with a guy by a guy who broke into Paul uh, Pelosi and Speaker Pelosi's house in San Francisco and apparently attacked him with a hammer and tied him up. Now, Let me just say this right now. The family asked for privacy during these matters. And if this really did happen to him, then I feel about uh, as sad as I feel for Lisa and Sterling. I would cry. I don't care how much I disagree with this man politically. I don't even care if if I feel this man is evil. That would be one of the worst experiences, no matter who you were in this world, to have some assailant come into your home uninvited with a hammer and beat you. However, I'm just going to tell you I'm going to tell you, and Lord, please forgive me if I'm speaking out of turn here, but I do not believe a single word of this. I do not believe in any of this. I do not believe it unless I see pictures. Now, I know that we as Christians are supposed to believe without seeing and have faith, but in this, I do not. In this, I think this is a lie. I think this is a complete fabricated story. It's just amazing that it happens 11 days before we're about to ready to take back the Senate and the House. None of the story makes sense. We're going to get into it uh, because right now, now we have uh, a breaking update on this that the sources, including CNN, boo, claim that the attacker screamed this. This is MAGA country. Oh, no, excuse me. That was Jesse Smollett. Never mind. Never mind. They said this. Where is Nancy? As they tied up Paul Pelosi, speaker husband, uh, speaker's husband, severely beaten with a hammer in his head and body in targeted attack of San Francisco home. Let me just tell you this right now, folks. This is the first reason I don't believe this because it's happening 11 days before the midterms. Here's the second reason I don't believe it because we've been seeing this, the seeds of this being spread from the DOJ and DHS and everybody else and the FBI for the last six weeks. Ramp up on all these MAGA uh, uh, domestic violence extremists, right? Yeah, we're poised to take back the House and the Senate. Everybody knows it. Every poll shows it. The, the, the political winds have shifted. You go to any town in any state and they're going to tell you the red wave is coming. Why on earth would we be doing the attacking now? Why would anybody who supports President Trump not attacked after January 6th, not attacked after they stole the election? No, no, no. They're attacking now when we're on the upswing, when we are winning, when we're ahead nine to zero going into the ninth inning and there's two outs. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Are we this stupid? Where is Nancy? Screamed the assailant. This is MAGA country, screamed the assailant. But the third reason, ladies and gentlemen, that I do not believe this is if you hit an old man or a young man or any human being in the head with a hammer, they will die, okay? They will die, especially if you hit them in the head repeatedly. They will die, especially an old, drunk, frail, feeble, old, leather-skinned, wrinkly old man who, oh, come on, are you serious? Oh, they beat me in the head. They beat me in my legs. No pictures to prove this. Come on. No pictures at all. Now, again, Lord, if, if, if something really did happen, please, Lord, please, please forgive me for my opinion. But I just, looking at the evidence, looking at all the ways that these people work, having it revealed to us how these people think, I just do not believe this in any way, shape, or form. Do you? If you believe it, please let me know in the comment thread. The man who beat Paul Pelosi with a hammer was targeting the speaker, apparently, demanding to know where was Nancy. He broke in through a sliding glass door. Ooh, suspenseful. Law enforcement sources say that the attack was politically motivated. Well, how about that? Of course it was. Of course it was. It had to be politically motivated, right? It had to be. We have a, uh, an exclusive from the communist news network known as CNN themselves, ladies and gentlemen. This is an exclusive, and uh, let's get to this video right now uh, from CNN that's going to explain exactly what happened. This is MAGA country, ladies and gentlemen. Time to buckle down. Told that before the assault occurred, the assailant confronted Paul Pelosi, shouting, quote, where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? We now are told that the assailant was trying to tie up the speaker's husband, 
quote, until Nancy got home. Yeah, right. Is the exact quote. These are from multiple sources who have been briefed. All right. And that when the police. Yeah, no, I don't care. I don't care what CNN has to say. We're going to tie you up and wait for Nancy Pelosi to get home. Hello, this is Paul Pelosi. I cannot come to the phone right now because I am currently tied up and my assailants are going to keep me tied up until Nancy Pelosi get home. gets home. If you would like to leave a, no- a name and number after the beep, please do so now as we are sitting here on hold waiting for Nancy to come home. Are you kidding me? Are you absolutely kidding me? And yes, you are right. Rosebud says, I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi's daughter will release pictures of the deadly attack, right? Since, you know, she's, I'm sure she had cameras there. I'm sure Nancy Pelosi's daughter got a camera crew there while he was being attacked. Dad, please don't move. Okay, go ahead, assailant. Hit him again. Strike him again in the head with the hammer repeatedly. Apparently he can, he can, he's a superhero. Superhero Pelosi, apparently. Local reporter Stephanie Sierra with KGO-TV says Paul Pelosi reportedly uh, is, is, has to undergo surgery. Sources confirm that Paul Pelosi was allegedly hit violently in the head with a hammer. Repeatedly. Ladies and gentlemen, does this sound... It's, it makes me sound... Uh, it makes me think of... Remember the movie Tommy Boy? After he hit me in the head with a hammer repeatedly, I had no choice but to give him my gun. Like, what? What? Now, here's the worst part of it. Are you ready for this, folks? Who did it? Politically motivated. Why would they say that? Well, well, well. Oh, here we go. Here we go. According to law enforcement sources, the suspect reportedly yelled, where's Nancy, when he entered the home. The suspect is known as David DePage, D-E-P-A-G-E. He's 42 years old, okay? He attacked Mr. Pelosi with a hammer after wrestling it out of his hand. So that means that Paul Pelosi jumped up and said, where's my hammer? And ran to get a hammer. And the assailant who broke in through the sliding glass door had no weapon, had nothing. So he had to wrestle Paul Pelosi to the ground. Get the hammer, okay? San Francisco Police Chief William Scott said DePage will be charged with attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon, elder abuse, burglary, and several other additional felonies. Now, here's the funny part about this. Are you ready for this? You ready? Here we go. CNN was able to review DePage Facebook page before it was removed. Isn't that incredible? No other news source knew about this guy's name. No other news source had access to his Facebook page. Only CNN. But they are the most trusted name in news, so we are to just trust them that they got all of the information off of his Facebook page before it was removed. And why was it removed? Why was it removed? Why can't the people see who this guy is? Apparently, nobody knows what he looks like. According to the news outlet, the suspect's page contained, here we go, here we go, called this, contained posts about the 2020 election fraud and claims from my pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, and claims that COVID-19 vaccine is dangerous. One post was titled Democrat Farce, commissioned to investigate the January 6th Capitol riot collapses in Congress. Okay, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, they are trying to take down Mike Lindell. They're trying to say that this guy is a domestic uh, uh, violent extremist and that he's got all of this stuff posted about on this on his Facebook page. Then show us, show us who he is. Come on. Come on, show us who this guy is. I want to see past uh, pictures of this guy. I want to see his history. I want to see his work history. I want to know where he works. I want to talk to the people that knew him. I do not trust a word of this. And since they're doing it, ladies and gentlemen, mypillow.com, mystore.com. Go there tonight. Order Christmas presents. If you're going to be shopping anyway, order them tonight. All right, let's blow Mike Lindell's um, store up tonight. Not blow it up, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Now, the U.S. Capitol Police, the FBI, and the San Francisco Police are engaged in a joint. Maybe a joint. That's right. A joint investigation into the break-in and the subsequent assault. Some are speculating that the attack was politically motivated. Well, the way you made it sound, uh, you think? I mean, come on, come on. Of course you're going to say that. Uh, 
Other political figures have been attacked in the recent past, including GOP Kentucky Senator Rand Paul. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, and Steve Scalise, by the way, if you don't, if you don't remember that, but I'm old enough to remember when one of Nancy Pelosi's daughters, Christine Pelosi, actually celebrated the violent attack on Senator Rand Paul. Does anybody remember that? I think I've got this pulled up. In 2020, Christina Pelosi endorsed the violent assault on Republican Senator Rand Paul. Pelosi's husband and, um, uh, was also a violent, uh, was a victim of this violent atta- political attacks lately in the United States of America, they say. Now, leftists are blaming Fox News and conservative media. For the attack on Paul Pelosi, yeah. Because somebody watches live from America and says, you know what? I think I'm going to go hit Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. This- <laughs> Ooh, I just got done watching LFA. I think I'm going to go hit Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day. Are you kidding me? Anyway, I can remember in 2020 when her daughter did that. I remember that. Rand Paul's neighbor was right. This is what she said in a tweet in 2020 because she found a tweet. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm not back yet. Sorry, I'm not back yet. There we go. She found a tweet, ladies and gentlemen, from Rand Paul's neighbor by the name of Paul Kane, who said he told us the other day his biggest personal concern was not getting uh, this because his wife has MS. Now he can't see her for almost two weeks. And then she goes, Rand Paul's neighbor was right. I mean, this is the scumbaggery of these kind of people, folks. This is the scumbaggery of these kind of people. So again, I'm old enough to remember. And, And remember, Rand Paul suffered six broken ribs. Remember that, folks. Remember that. But again, this guy's going hitting Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. Yeah, right. It sounds to me like the left, the Democrats, it sounds to me like they are, you know what they are? They reek of panic. That's what it is. They reek of panic. They reek of desperation. They reek of fear. And they reek of evil. They just do. Look at all of the people that are now challenging people like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and calling them out in public. That wouldn't have happened four years ago. That would have never happened four years ago. Well, they're doing it now. These guys, now that these people have to make a public appearance in their district in order to, I don't have any chance of winning the, the midterms, they have to show up in their districts. And while they're showing up in their districts, guess what's happening? We, the people, are showing up. People that used to vote for them and say, I'm not voting for you no more. You're losing your base. We loved you, Ilhan Omar. I don't know why anybody would say that. But again, here we go. This is where you see reeking of desperation and panic. Here is Ilhan Omar after being called out about her $80 billion going to Ukraine, how she starts going, you don't get to tell me how to vote until you've lived and seen what I've seen. Excuse me? This is our country, lady. We were born here, lady. Or if that's even what you are, brother, sister, lover, whatever you are, this is our country, okay? We get to do whatever the heck we want to do because it's freedom of speech. So shut your mouth. And if you don't like it, then go back to where you were, wherever the heck you were from, all right? Palestine or wherever it is. Listen to this. Listen to this unhinged loser. Check this out. You are supposed to be a progressive Democrat, anti-war, anti-war. 80 billion to Ukraine is not anti-war. We are helping Ukraine defend themselves. Ukraine is killing its own citizens. In the Donbass. We are helping little children like me that have been helped. So unless, unless, listen, listen, unless you have not been paying attention to what is happening, there are millions of Ukrainians that have been displaced. There are piles of bodies that are being found in mass graves. There are little children Oh, oh, she's getting mad now. By Zelensky. Yeah, by Zelensky in the Donbass. But unless you are someone like me that has been that child, you do not get to tell me what my votes mean and how I get to vote in supporting people. Uh, 
actually, actually he does because he's a constituent. He voted for you. You don't get voted into a king or queen position. Your vote is not your vote, dummy. Your vote belongs to the people, dummy. You do not get to tell me how to vote, okay? Unless you tell me how to live my life and see what I say. Excuse me. You mean excuse me? You mean excuse me? Yeah, that's how you say it. That's how you say it. Yeah, this is America, lady. Tell me how to... It's okay, baby. It's okay. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. You should love the fact that you're here because if you were doing this where you're from, you wouldn't have a head right now. You don't want to be the headless horseman, do you? No, you want to have a head? Welcome to America. You get a head here for speaking. Go where you're from and do what you're doing right now. You should feel blessed. You should feel lucky that you're in the red, white, and blue that gives you the freedom to be able to walk around with a head. That's what, you should, that's what we should be for Halloween. We should all be, um, we should all be uh, slaves of Islam. We should all be women slaves of Islam and walk around with no head. That's what we should be for Halloween. That's where you want to be, Ilhan Omar? Because you're in the United States of America, okay? We do get to tell you how to vote if you're an elected official. That's what you're supposed to do. That's called a constitutional republic. Headless horseman, headless horsewoman. Anyway, enjoy your head. Welcome to America. Anyway, before we move on, folks, like, I, I don't think our sponsors are going to be here much more if we keep talking like that. But until then, we might as well breathe good while we have heads, right? While we have heads in America, maybe Ilhan Omar can buy this. And every night she can plug it in and she can breathe fresh air. And she goes, wow, there's fresh air here too that I can breathe with my head? Huh, amazing. EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen. EnviroCleanse. EnviroCleanse.com. EnviroCleanse. So that you can breathe clean. The best air purifier in the world. I live by it. I sleep by it. Literally and figuratively, I sleep right next to it. And my wife's been like, are you ever going to sleep in bed again? I'm like, I don't know. I kind of like sleeping up here in the central part of the house with this air purifier. But ladies and gentlemen, it does reduce sickness crazy. It, it takes all the dust out of your house. It takes all the odor out of your house. And you can pay payments on it. Just go to EnviroCleanse.com. It's the greatest technology and air purifier ever. And uh, go to EnviroCleanse.com. Use promo code LFA. So you can breathe and continue to keep a clean head. All right? We like to keep heads here in America. And we like to breathe good so we can sleep good. We love it. Oh, there's fresh air and I can breathe with my head. That cracks me up. <laughs> hey, we need more rumbles, ladies and gentlemen. We have 2,500 people in here. We should easily have 2,500 rumbles. I mean, come on. We don't have that many people without rumble accounts. It's super simple. You just press the like button. All right, we're moving on. You know how Pfizer wants to keep um, all the information about how they did the vaccine rollout and about what they used to create the mRNA technology? You know how they want to keep that um, under wraps for like 75 years? Well, the FBI also wants to follow in Pfizer's footsteps, folks. They want to keep some things under wrap for 75 years. Actually, I'm a little wrong there. They only want to keep things under wrap for 66 years. And if the FBI could, they'd put another six behind that because they are evil. All right, here's what we're talking about. The FBI now is requesting a 66-year shielding moratorium, whatever you want to call it, silencing of all information released about the death of Seth Rich. Now, why would they want to do that? Hmm... Why would they want to do that? Why would the FBI want all the information about Seth Rich and his death and his murder if it was just a simple robbery, even though they didn't steal anything? Why would the FBI want 66 years to keep this stuff under wraps? Don't you think that's really weird? I don't know, man. But here's the worst part. They want 66 years um, to be the... uh, the time that, that, that information that they originally denied having be under wraps. Think about that. How weird is that? We don't have this information. I mean, we do. I mean, we don't. They sound like Fetterman. We have this information. I mean, we don't. I mean, we do. And that's where I stand. But we want to keep it wrapped up. 66 years. 
In September, U.S. District Judge for the East District of Texas, remember we covered this story, ordered the FBI to produce all the information it possesses related to Seth Rich's laptop, all right? Now, some people suspect that Rich was the source of the emails that went to WikiLeaks, which subsequently caused his murder to begin with. Now, a short time after Seth Rich's death, the Russian collusion story was created, and it was also, it is also suspected in certain circles that the Russia collusion story was created to keep eyes off the Seth Rich story. The FBI denied possessing any information or files related to the Seth Rich murder, but that was not true. Eventually, the information was discovered, and the FBI was forced to admit that they were holding the information about Seth Rich that they said they didn't have in the first place. Now, attorney Ty Clevenger brought the government to court, uh, and last month the FBI was ordered to, uh, ordered to turn over all that information. And now, once again, the FBI is stalling. What are they hiding? Why won't they turn over this information if it was just a simple robbery? You do not have to be any smarter than a fifth grader to understand what the heck is going on here. Yesterday, the government asked for more time to respond to the U.S. District Judge Amos Mazant's September 29th order directing the FBI to produce all records related to Seth Rich. Somewhat relatedly, the FBI is withholding three reports produced by CrowdStrike in August of 2016 regarding regarding the perpetrated hack of the Democratic National Committee. Remember when that happened? The order itself is pretty straightforward, at least with, the re- with respect to Seth's, Seth Rich's personal laptop, because it directs the FBI to produce the information it possesses related to the re- uh, laptop in response to a FOIA request within 14 days. On the other hand, the order does not discuss Seth's work laptop, which is also in the possession of the FBI. And right now, we're waiting for the FBI to explain what it thinks needs to be clarified And then more filing can be done for a motion for clarification. Meanwhile, the FBI has cited only one narrow basis for withholding the records related to the laptop, namely his privacy. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, they want you to know that their utmost respect of Seth Rich is causing them to hold this laptop out of privacy reasons. Of course, we don't want information to get out that would embarrass Seth Rich because he doesn't have a head. Actually, that's just a reference to he's dead. He was murdered. Okay? He doesn't get the luxury of continuing to have his head and breathing clean air from EnviroCleanse. He doesn't get the luxury of telling the American citizens that he is a king and that his vote is the only vote that matters and you don't get to tell him what to do. He doesn't get the luxury to do anything. So why are we considering his privacy reasons as the reason to withhold this? This is an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. So they're asking the judge to give them 66 years. We would like to ask for more time on this. Well, how much more time do you need? Well, I don't know. How much more time do you think we need to get this out? Judge is like 30 minutes, an hour, a couple days, maybe a week. What do, what do you think? You think any of that good for you? No? No? What's that? What's that? Oh, oh, judge. Uh, no, we need 66 years. Wait, what? Yeah, we need 66 years in order to get this information to you. Why do you need 66 years? We're all going to be dead. Yeah, that's the point, judge, right? We're good? Yeah, judge, that's the point. Um, we don't want anybody to ever know until we're dead. You know. And then after that, we want them to respect our privacy about the laws that we broke and the information that we knew. So yeah, we'll, we'll take 66 years. Final answer. <laughs> what a moron. Wow. Absolutely wow. Oh, and while we're talking about the FBI, a top House Republican investigator is demanding answers from the FBI because of a very real security threat due to Hunter Biden's business partners who are Chinese associates. Well, here we go. We're dealing with all these Chinese spies, right? We're dealing with all these Chinese spies. So let's get into this. This is ridiculous. I can't even believe we're still talking about Hunter Biden. What is wrong with this crackhead? Can't he just go away? Representative James Corner from Kentucky, the ranking member of the House Oversight and Reform Committee, sent a letter Wednesday to FBI Director Christopher Wray. The letter was sent to the FBI as a warning that Hunter Biden's history with the Chinese business associate might be a national security threat. 
that the FBI must investigate immediately, not in 66 years, right now. Why has the FBI ignored this obvious threat, okay? Representative Corner argued that Hunter Biden's business associate or secretary, Jai Key, Jackie Biao, Jai Key, Jackie Biao, provide, <laughs> did I have to say it like that? That sounded so racist. I was just trying to say it like, you know, they would say it. Jackie, Jackie Biao, they always sound angry too, don't they? Chinese, don't they always sound angry? Like people from China, when they're talking, they always sound really angry, right? And they could just be singing happy birthday to you, but they sound like they're saying it very angrily. Anyway, provided President Joe Biden's son insight into purchasing liquefied natural gas reserves in the United States to sell to China. And they had access to Biden's family's financial information and liaison with CCP-affiliated agents on Biden's behalf. Now, you and I don't have this information on a daily basis, but guess who does? The House Intel Committee. These people get this information. You don't think that most Republicans know that Joe Biden's son is guilty of multiple felonies and so is Joe Biden? Of course they do. They just can't come out and say it because they'll probably be Seth Rich and have no head for Halloween. You speak, you speak Chinese. <laughs> you guys are all racist in this chat. I'm just telling you that right now. It ain't me. It's all you guys. <laughs> Representative Corner's newest letter and the letter he sent in September provided to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen mentioned specific details about Hunter Biden's efforts to work out deals with Chinese CEFC Energy and the Washington Examiner can confirm his laptop hard drive is full of evidence about these efforts. China, 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 okay? China, China, ladies and gentlemen, fang, fang, Eric Fartwell, okay? China, 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 not Russia, China, not Ukraine, China, not Iran, China, not South North Korea, China, not Venezuela, China, 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 China. Why do you keep calling it the Chinese virus? Are you ready for this? Because it came from China. That's why. China. Man. I'll bet you. No, not going to say that. <laughs> anyway, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Eli pops around the corner. He's like, nope, ain't going to say that. Bite your tongue. Exactly. All right, here we go. Um, here's some good news. I, got, I actually got a lot of good news to finish out the rest of the show before we do a giveaway. Who's ready for good news? I'm ready for good news. Let's do some good news. Here we go. I told you that these congressional polls uh, have been showing like massive Republican lead, right? And again, we all know that the Republicans are leaving, are, are leading from east to west, from north to south. So why now? Why now would all these DVEs just start going and hitting Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer? I mean, he's got a head still. You know what I'm saying? Rasmussen now shows that the Republicans are increasing their lead in the overall House congressional budget after the debates. Well, how about that? I guess debates really do work. We'll put that debate to rest. The U.S. Congress is moving towards the GOP in the most recent Rasmussen poll. Let's say that right, the GNP. According to their latest poll, the 2022 midterm elections are now just 11 days away, and Republicans have a seven-point lead in their bid to recapture control of Congress. Do you know what a seven-point lead equals in this time frame, ladies and gentlemen? That leads to a political bloodbath of the Democratic Party. That's what that means. If the elections for Congress were held today, 49% of America would vote for Republican candidates, while only 42% would vote for Democrats. Hey, I don't know if we need Hillary Clinton in here, but that does not equal a majority vote, right? Right? Anyway, uh, the GOP has increased three points from last week. And what happened? What happened? What happened last week? Oh, debates. What happened this week? Oh, debates. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, that's good news. That's good news. Do you want to know something better? Check this out. Remember when I told you that we all got canceled and we all got kicked out of life, right? So then we didn't just go down into a hole and die. We rebuilt another universe. And with that other universe, we started cancel culturing the cancel culturists. And we started canceling people like Bed Bath & Beyond. We started canceling all these companies that were so woke. And now they're going bankrupt. And then what did I say we would do? I say we would build over here so strong that we would come back. And we would not only come back to wipe out everything that they ever had that they used to cancel us. But we would take it over and it would become ours. And we would turn it into something for good. So I just want to tell you guys, here we are, two years later. 
Donald Trump has truth social, okay? As much as I don't really care for the guy, he's all about freedom of speech, more of a libertarian than anything, and that's good for Twitter because that takes the political arm of the uh, government out of Twitter, and it, all of a sudden, they don't have that anymore. They're not going to have that going into elections, and that's killing them. So you've got Elon Musk owning Twitter. You've got Donald Trump owning True Social. You've got Kanye West owning Parler. Who knows what he's going to do with that? You've got Jason Miller owning Getter. You've got Rumble just blowing up. Every content creator in the world is leaving YouTube at the fastest rate I've ever seen going to Rumble. And we're coming back with all that. We're coming back with credit card processors like uh, Align Pay to squash YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, if that doesn't scream, throw me to the wolves, and I'll come back the leader of the pack, I don't know what does. I don't. How are they ever going to hold their own? Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram? Guess who's not on those platforms? Or at least Facebook and Instagram. Young people. They're on TikTok, don't get me wrong. But what are they going to use? Facebook? Wow. Terry Lynn. So now you don't like him, Jeremy? Never said I liked Elon. I've never said that I, I like Elon. I've always said that I've never trusted the guy. I just said he's all about free speech, and I'm okay with that. I've never said that Elon is a guy that we should follow or, lo- or love or like. I think he's really weird with his transhumanism stuff. I really do. But I think he's a fair person. Just because I don't believe in him uh, politically doesn't mean that I don't think he's a fair person. I believe he's very fair. I believe that's why he bought Twitter, to be fair. I really do. That's just my personal opinion. But I don't, I don't have Twitter, and I, never, and I don't care. So I don't care what they do with Twitter. All I know is that the federal government and, the, and, and big tech are absolutely screwed. Now they're going to have to rely back on mainstream media, and nobody's there either. Nobody's watching them either. So what are they going to do? What are they going to do? It's only a matter of time. Did, who said goodbye? Somebody said goodbye? Who said goodbye? Facebook is so 2000s. Exactly. I mean, that's just the reality of it. It, it, That's true. That's 100% true. I like that Elon doesn't put up with crap. Exactly right. I respect the man. I respect the man. Again, I don't have a dog in that fight because I don't care about Twitter. But the dog I do have is it not being able to be used as such a large large propaganda arm of the government. That's That's what I do care about. Right. Elon's not liberal either. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's more of a libertarian. Um... Elon buying Twitter is great optics. I'll I'll agree there. Yeah, I don't trust Elon. You can't believe God and then have transhumanism beliefs. True. No, I agree with that as well. I agree with that as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we've got a lot of good news left. But before we do, I uh, I do want to highlight the CBD uh, distillery. CBD distillery, ladies and gentlemen. CBD distillery right here. This release stick, I swear by this. All right? Because of my, my... huge weight that I got up to 300 pounds. I have a bad back. Now I'm strengthening my back through exercise, but when my neighbors showed me about this and I started using this on my back, this stuff is amazing. I didn't start using this until after we started giving our pet, our our German shepherd CBD for arthritis, which by the way, works wonders, works way better than anything we've ever bought at the pet store. I can tell you that. And the pharmaceutical companies are trying to destroy CBD, uh, the CBD market. Or trying to buy it up, which they're not being able to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you need relief, if you need any kind of sleep, if you need any kind of relief from from arthritis or or anything like that, or if you just need to focus and you need a natural way to do it, CB Distillery. Ladies and gentlemen, cbdistillery.com. Use the promo code LFA. The link is in my bio. And I'm going to tell you what. You better try it. You better try it. And if you don't like it, never use it again. But I'll tell you what, it's better than anything you're going to get from pharmaceutical companies. What's that again? Pharmaceutical. Sound like Joe Biden. Pharmaceutical. All right, real quick, we got to get into Lee Zeldin, folks, because they're trying to take down Lee Zeldin because he might flip New York red. And you already seen the, uh, the traffic cop the other day, the ticket cop, uh, going around and picking up all of Lee Zeldin's campaign signs. Well, folks, now, here we go. Lee Zeldin's campaign manager is under investigation by the State Board of Elections for a super PAC coordination. Now, I would guarantee you, I would guarantee you that if you have the opportunity to go and become governor of New York and, tr- and flip it red, that you would make sure that everything that you ever did was I's dotted, T's crossed. 
I's dotted and T's crossed. Nobody would make stupid mistakes or anything like that. You know what this is? This is just an investigation. Now, people are like, should he fire his campaign manager? If the campaign manager didn't do anything wrong, no. Stand your ground. Because this is another uh, uh, attempt to shake people down. Now, this is according to the New York Times, too. New York Times, in the state of New York, Lee Zeldin, flipping New York Red. See what I'm saying, folks? See what I'm saying? So you're going to hear this over the weekend, and you're going to hear this into next week. Do not, I repeat, folks, do not pay this any attention. This is nothing but a smear campaign. These are lies. This is wrong. And Lee Zeldin knows it. You know it. I know it. You're going to hear it. Pay no attention to it, okay? And know how to combat it. But guess who's coming to help him? Guess who's got his back? Mr. Ron DeSantis himself, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Ron DeSantis himself has Lee Zeldin's back because he is heading to New York to help campaign for Lee Zeldin. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis will head to New York and he will help campaign for New York gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin this weekend as the latter mounts uh, an unusually strong Republican bid for a very deep blue state top office. Now, Florida has previously campaigned uh, for other Republicans nationwide, including in the battleground states of Ohio, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. All right? DeSantis, DeSantis himself appears poised to cruise to re-election in his home state with an 11.2% advantage over Charlie Crist. Zeldin, meanwhile, is down 6.1% over New York Democrat Kathy Hochul in the same metric. Individual polls, however, have shown a closer race. I have seen it within one point, within three points, and that is definitely in the margin of error. Error, but Ron DeSantis going and campaigning and stumping for him is going to be huge. That's going to put him into an even tie going into next week. I guarantee it. Now, what you're seeing in this new Republican Party is unity that we have never seen, at least in my lifetime, as being a Republican, never seen ever before. And what do I mean by that? Well, for the last six months, I've been highlighting that Arizona has led the way with teaching us how to be a dream team. Arizona has led the way with teaching us how to work together and actually win, okay? And that's exactly what's happening. That's why DeSantis is going around the country like Trump would be or like anybody else would be, and we're working together. And that is something the Republican Party has never, ever, ever been able to do. Check this out. We're going to go to Arizona real quick because we have Carrie Lake here who's also reaching out and helping another governor as well in this highly, highly contested midterm uh, season, ladies and gentlemen. And that is Carrie Lake. She is now reaching out to Michigan because she's got something to say to Michigan about Tudor Dixon and, ever, and that race there. Check this out. And if anybody knows teamwork makes the dream work, it's those Arizona candidates. They showed the way, and now we're doing it nationwide. It's an incredible movement. Check it Michigan, out. Michigan, it's Carrie Lake. I'm running for governor of Arizona, but I wanted to reach out to you and talk to you about your governor's race in your state. Gretchen Whitmer has done more to harm her citizens and children in that state than just about any governor in American history. I encourage you to vote for the true outsider and patriot. Please vote for Tudor Dixon on November 8th. Tudor will be an incredible leader for Michigan. She has my complete and total endorsement. Hey, Michigan, it's there Carrie go, Lake. Folks. I'm running for governor. Thank of you, Carrie. Carrie's been on the show, what, two or three times now? And, I, and she'll, she'll be a future president someday if that's what she wants to do. If that's where God takes her, then she will be a future president someday. She will be. Maybe after Ron DeSantis, maybe before. Who knows? But I'll take either one. Folks, we have 980 rumbles before we do this giveaway. All right? We're doing a giveaway right now. Don't go anywhere because we're doing the gift basket giveaway now, ladies and gentlemen. Where's my drum roll? Do I still have that? Here we go. We're doing a gift get basket giveaway. Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen. You've been waiting for it. And it is time now. Eli and I have hundreds of names in this hat right here, as we do every single time we do this, okay? As you can see here, ladies and gentlemen, name after name after name after name. Now, we are going to go through here. Oh, no, we can't have any fallout. Nope, 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 nope. I was just shaking it. A whole bunch fell out. No, no, we don't want that. We'll do it this way. Now, we have been collecting names for this Field of Greens giveaway for a long time now. So many of you reached out, and I really hope, I wish every one of you the best possible chances you can have because I know this is something that you really want. I know something that this is something that you really want, uh, that, you, that you need. And again, I wish everybody could win. But, but folks, because I feel so 
bad that everybody can't win, I've got a surprise for you. We're not only going to give away one thing to end this week. We're going to give away two things to end this week. All right? We're all here together every week. We all try so very hard. Look at all the money we raised for Lisa and Sterling tonight. They are going to be incredibly happy, folks. I'll tell you what that increased value is on Monday morning, and I'll get that check out to them as well. But right now, here we go. Let's do that drum roll again, and let's pick the winner of the Field of Greens $850 basket. Eli, are we on the front page of Rumble? Because we should be for this. Here we go, folks. The winner of the $850 gift basket is Dawn Bayman. Dawn Bayman, B-A-Y-M-A-N, Dawn Bayman. If you're watching, you won. If you're not watching, we'll reach out to you and let you know you won. Dawn Bayman, congratulations to you again. I wish everybody would have won this. I really do because I know so many people want to do this and it's so expensive. It's so expensive. I understand. But check it out. Don Bayman, you won. Now, I've got something else to give away because I love you guys so very much. All right? I wish you could have all won, and I'm so sorry. Your name's in there. Everybody's name is in there. Trust me. I just didn't have time this week to go down and send an email out to everybody's name. But we did. Me and Eli worked like the Dickens to get this out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have another thing to give away, and that's this. A $200 value, basically, Handcrafted, hand wooden carved armor of God, 11 by 17 wooden plaque. This thing is absolutely amazing. We have them on jeremyherald.com. We're going to go ahead and give this plaque away. People are probably like, What are you doing? I'm loving my LFA family. That's what I'm doing. I'm loving my LFA family. So let's go ahead and give another thing away. Let's hit that drum roll. Who's it going to be, ladies and gentlemen? Who's it going to be? I got it. Marilyn Hoerston, H-O-E-R-S-T-E-N. Mary, Mary, Marilyn, excuse me, Hoerston, you win the plaque. And if you're watching, I hope you're here and I hope you've seen that because we're going to get that right out to you as well. So we've got uh, Marilyn Hoerston and Don Bayman. But hold on, wait. As Billy Mays would say, there's more. I'm going to give away, I'm going to give away a Field of Greens jar. Because I've got a few extra of these because we, they're our sponsor. And uh, I want to give them away instead of keeping them. So I'm going to give away another thing. Why not? It's Friday, ladies and gentlemen, right? Why not? It's Friday. Here we go. Another giveaway. And then we'll wrap it up. This is for one jar of Field of Greens. One jar. Hey, Ginny Walker. G-I-N-N-I. Ginny Walker. She's always watching. Ginny. You won. Now, I think Ginny might be in the bottom. She's never in the live chat. But, Ginny, you won. I do have a way to contact you easily, so I'm going to get right out to you. There you go, folks. There's our three winners. Dawn Bayman wins the $850 basket. Ginny Walker wins the Field of Greens jar. And Marilyn Howerston wins the Armor of God plaque. All right, folks. If you want to send Lisa Nakan some cards and stuff, I see people wanting to do that. I'll reach out to them and I'll ask them how they want you to do that, okay? Yes, it's like Christmas, guys, I know. Hey, I've had a blast with you guys here this week. And I know we're running a little late tonight, but let me just talk to you on the way out real quick. I absolutely love doing this for you. I love doing this every single day of the week with you guys. This is the, like, the greatest thing I've ever been a part of in my life. Uh, my wife thanks you so very much for all of the love that you've given her with her with the stuff she's going through with her sister right now. I know the other LFA hosts have never seen anything like this. These guys have been working in media for a long time, and they've never seen anything like this family. They tell me daily. I just want to thank you guys. This is the best week we've ever had. We were on the top 20 leaderboard at Rumble for the last three days. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was a vision that I had a long time ago. I knew that you and I could do this together. I knew that we could lift other voices up. And you know where we go from here? To the moon. We go to, actually, we go to heaven. We go to heaven, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we go from here. And we are doing election coverage. Real results, 2022, on November 8th. Be here, LFA TV. Let your friends know. Let your families know. There's not going to be any election coverage like this. I can promise you we got a lot of things planned that's just going to entertain you as we're waiting for the numbers to come in. We got a lot of guests that night. It's going to be yours truly and the rest of the LFA family here, the, uh, the team. We're going to be bringing you real results and not 1% 
percent in and calling it for Democrats. Okay, so remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading the gospel. I will see you bright and early Monday morning because we've got Antonio Sabato Jr. coming up and then myself at 11. I love you guys. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Peace.